DJ and PK in the morning, proudly presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Question of the day. How much do these last two losses prove Rudy Gobert's value? Ron says it proves he is the best interior defensive player in the league. Look at the stats Sabonis has when he plays against Rudy. And then look what he did against the Jazz without Rudy. It was obvious. Rudy having a massive impact just with his presence on the floor. Changes the way the other guys think. And Sabonis was like... Rudy's not here. I'm going to the rack. Sabonis, if he saw Gobert, he said, I would have had a cold. I don't feel like playing today. Matt says it's massive. His presence on the floor changes the way opposing teams can attack the Jazz. Obviously, he is underappreciated. He's like all those left-handed batters. Ooh, Randy Johnson's pitching today. Ooh, I ain't oh, yeah. I need a day off. The hammy's a little tight. <laughs> the lower back. <laughs> uh, for sure. They are such a dramatically different team without him. He's their most indispensable player. Mitchell can get the acclaim. Because we love the people who score the points. Of course. Yeah. But when you can prevent the points, when you can convince five guys not to attack the rim and take a lower percentage shot, you have a massive impact. I really, really hope when we get to the postseason – the protocol stuff is behind. I don't know that it will be, and I understand the need for it all. I'm not making any political statements here whatsoever. Uh, but I'm just making a, a sports statement because it sucks having these people for every team in and out. You don't know who's available. It's like college basketball. I'm having a real hard time getting into it because it, I'm not know, playing. I know, yeah, who's playing this right. week? And who is the team actually playing? And and if you haven't played since uh, ten days ago. You know, what are you supposed to do? Uh, it's a rhythm game and all that stuff. You know, you hear from players at the highest level that they yep. like to play every other day. So playing uh, once a week and then missing a week and yeah. playing one more game. So disjointed. Teams are out of whack. Right. I'm having a hard time getting into it uh, the way I normally would. And maybe as we progress here along into February and grow c- closer to March Madness. I'll Will you like it when the college kids are playing three games a day? Because I did read the West Coast Conference play three, is playing three, three games. Sorry, 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 it's not AAU basketball. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what are we doing? Uh, well, you're going to have, <laughs> we're going to send Nine, we're going to send four three. teams to one city <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> we're going to use two gyms. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. It'd be it, different. It would be different. It would be very AAU. <laughs> these guys no, I've, had, the I've had three games in a week. Then the West Coast Conference. I mean, I can live with that. And we'll see if they actually make them all up. That's the plan now. We'll see how many they have to make up. I'm fine with that because we all go crazy for conference tournaments and you end up playing three in three days. Yep. So I can, I can, they are young uh, and they should be able to run around a little bit. Um, But it is uh, hindering my enjoyment of the sport. And I'll handle it now from the NBA perspective. As long as I don't have it in the postseason, well, I've got to have my yeah. pure postseason. May and June are a long way away, and I realize making any predictions about the future can turn yeah. can turn political. Well, a it's ridiculous, and b it can turn political really quickly. And in I don't want to do rights. that. But I was told in December that NBA teams, including the Jazz, were planning for it to be really bad through January, but. The, the trend in other countries with this variant was, yes, there's a huge spike, 
but there's a huge crash on the other side because the people get it and you do have natural immunity for a while. Now, how long that lasts and whether that will protect the playoffs, I don't think anyone can predict that. But I do think when we get to February and March, it's going to be way better than it is in January. And then you start Good. getting beyond that, Great. I don't know. But I, I think it's going to be better in three, four, five weeks. I got to have my sports. I got to have my Masters in the second week of April. Yeah, then that November got, Masters was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> I understood it under the time. I did, but, but I gotta have weird. it. I yeah. gotta have it normally. I gotta have my Kentucky Derby the first Saturday in May. These, are, I gotta have it. I gotta have my opening day baseball. And if you go on, it's, if you lock out a strike, I think you're stupid to do it. Um, but I gotta have it. I gotta have. I I, I got my my mindset, my calendar. Uh, even like next week. A week from today, MLK Day. It just screams NBA hoop. Right? Bunch of games. Games on during the day. I told you years ago when we lived in L.A., my wife was a school teacher taught in South Central at Washington Prep. And so they were off. And I was working nights at the Daily Breeze then, working a desk shift. And so for years, we went to the fabulous forum to watch the Lakers play on MLK Day. And it just became a, a part of who we were. I would get tickets through work, and we would go. It was like the only Laker game I went as a fan, as opposed to working. But I would go every single year. And I got to have it. So I'll live with it now for these guys being in and out of the lineup, if, if that's the way it's got to be. But I'm going to be furious if we get to the postseason and we have it, because I want the purity of it. You know, I want Clay Thompson playing. Glad to see him come back. And I want the teams as they're constituted, as they're supposed to be, and have the best two teams go at it in June. So be it. Although I have an opportunity to go to Hawaii in June. <laughs> wow. That was a great. Yuck, did you enjoy that? Laying down the lawn, then all of a sudden, comma, wait. <laughs> Comma. Well, I tell you, my sister has a timeshare and she gave it, but she's been trying to give it to us for two yeah, I know. years. Right. Yeah, I remember. And we we got it set. We got it set over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Bought the airline tickets. Sweet. When are you going? It's the uh, last week. So if the Jazz go game seven of the NBA Finals, you're going to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not going to. I'll take that bet. <laughs> Most years there isn't even a game seven for I anybody. I know. I the know. finals end in five or six games. Well, we, that's. I pushed it back. So if they got to the finals, I'd be here. But if they go to the finals, it's just Father's Day, mm-hmm. game seven. That's I gotta be there at noon. I gotta be there at noon to check in. <laughs> I have to be there because it's a timeshare. It's not a hotel, and I gotta be there. I gotta I gotta check in by noon. Those are the rules. Right? <laughs> and she has been trying to give this to us as a gift for two years, and we keep having to postpone it. We've postponed it three times now, and. We want to do that because then I got to get out of the way of uh, July because Pac-12 Media Day and all that stuff, and you know, that's a busy time too. And so, if the Jazz play Game Seven, I'll have to rely on you guys the next day. Four times in the last twenty-five years, the NBA Finals has gone seven games. Only four times. The odds are there won't be a Game Seven. 
The odds are overwhelming. And then you got to have the Jazz there, too. I rolled the dice. You did, but not very, <laughs> not very much. And that was the week she could give it to us. All these playoff appearances the Jazz have been in, I'd have, I'll have to check, but I don't think they played more than five or six game sevens ever in any round. Now the first round is seven, and it didn't used to be, so that changes things a little bit. But very rarely do they get into a game seven. My wife looked it up before she hit the button to pay. Okay, you know this is game seven. She looked it up. I said, yeah. <laughs> your your wife it, is awesome. I give it a shot. There are so many great <laughs> stories with her. If we could have her on the air, it would be an awesome show. She could tell so many stories. I give it a shot. And so we'll see. You just if, totally blow through that because she will never do that. She won't. No. She, just, <laughs> she will never do that. She's not interested in uh, any any limelight. Much like me. <laughs> I desperately want to do radio, but no limelight. <laughs> yeah, but that's the byproduct. You got to do that with it. That's why I put on the glasses and I already got the big nose when I'm out in public. So nobody knows who I am. They don't recognize me. Well, I had a guy over the weekend. I was down in St. George Golf and he says to me, I'm walking out of the clubhouse. He says to me, you're uh hey you're uh yeah you're uh um you're uh you're uh yeah I listen to you every day you're uh you're uh, uh I'm not gonna help me out <laughs> nice. I'm gonna stand there I'm stand there as long as it takes <laughs> and then my, my wife made me stop doing that people used to say hey did we go to high school together <laughs> no and I was cute she's like tell them just tell them and um so I stood there. He's getting like you're uh you're uh I listen to you every day come on man come on come on <laughs> Well, it's up to you to get it. I know who I am. <laughs> and he says, you're a, a friend. You're, the guy's name is Craig Terry. He says, you're Craig Terry's friend. Like, that's how you identified me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I said, yeah, yeah. I said, oh. He says, oh, is that a bad thing? I said, no, 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 no. I, I love that guy. I just went golfing with him a uh, a couple months ago, uh, no, but it was funny that that's how he he, ident- he couldn't remember my name, but he remembered a friend who told him that he knew me. So that was kind of funny that that's uh, that was a new frame of reference. But I don't know, maybe the Jazz. I would love to see them go Game Seven. You know, I just want to make sure that they're fully staffed and ready to go for the postseason. And if they don't have guys along the way, whether it's this month and next month, so be it. Because everybody's going to have this situation. The Jazz were the last team to have it. Everybody had had it before the Jazz. They were the last team to have one guy go in when we, when uh, Joe went in. And then it's Rudy Gobert, and then it's Rudy Gay, it's Elijah Hughes, so it'll be four guys out for tonight's game. So do we sweat the results? I mean, losing to Detroit with a couple of guys out, I mean, nothing against Hughes. Uh, well, he did, he did look good the other night. You mean losing to Indiana? They played Detroit tonight. Yeah. So if you, they, if oh, they, if they lose, lose tonight, to Detroit, there's no excuse. Even with a couple of guys out. No offense that Elijah Hughes is out. I'm not counting him. I'm counting... But there's three rotation guys. Yes. But still, that's what I'm asking. They ought to be able to beat an eight-win Detroit Losing team. to Detroit with I, I think the two what, Rudys and Joe out. I think what Donovan Mitchell said, and I'm surprised you didn't jump on it because it's a total PK thing to say, but I think what he said is really important. And this is about them winning tonight. It's about where they're seated in the regular season. It's about what happens in the playoffs. And that last update, Yaki, if you have it, you can play it again. That where he says, you know, no excuses. If we want to be a championship team, they got to tighten up the details. They can't be cruising through this. We're the Jazz. We're pretty good. We're going to win a championship one day. That's 
That's not going to get it done. It's Nick Saban. Every detail matters. And you've got to grind in February and January, even though that's no fun. But you've got to get to that place where you're hitting on all cylinders consistently. Because if you aren't, someone will take you down. And it might be the Suns, and it might be the Warriors. Maybe it's the Nets or the Bucks. But someone will get you if you don't have that. And it seems like Donovan's addressing that right here. The schedule is going to not be easy for us. So it's like, yo, we got to go out there and do it every night. You know, teams are coming at us. We got to be locked in from the jump. This is a point where if we want to be a championship team, we got to do it every night down the stretch. We got to think about where, where we need to be, our game plans. Well, that's on all of us. When you use his words locked in and every night because they haven't been. Yeah, no, but if you don't have their guys and you have no answer for Sabonis, what are you supposed to do? Whiteside isn't the answer. They're not going to win every night. I get that. But are they locked in every night? Watch what, watch your stuff. Do they, do they go under screens on known three-point shooters? Because you're right. If you just don't have the talent one night, then you're going to get beat. And they're not going to go undefeated the rest of the season. And even though you never put your fingers in the dirt, you know their nights you watch, you're like, they don't have it. They just kind of cruised for 10 minutes right there. Okay, but yeah, Milwaukee finished fourth last year. Yep. Did they have it every night? Obviously not. I'd have to go back and look and see how many injuries they have. They've certainly been crushed by injuries this year. And that's your point. They're going to be very shorthanded tonight. You're going to miss a starter, and you're going to miss two key subs. But what I'm saying Joe's tonight... Joe's really a halftime starter at this point. Tonight, I can excuse... Even though the Pacers are still 10 games under 500. Yep. I but the Pacers are still that. a couple. Now, the, the Sabonis is an all star. He's an all star, and the Pacers are still two or three cuts above the Pistons. I'll have a hard time justifying tonight's loss. Yeah, Obviously, happens. Toronto, we get it. And to yeah. an extent, Sabonis, good for him, man. Hat, hat off to you. But tonight, see, I think what you got to do under these circumstances when you're having these mismatched lineups left and right is these seriously sucky teams, and there are just a few of them in the league, then you make sure you win. That's what the Jazz haven't done. I mean, they got to win this thing tonight. This is a crap, crap Detroit team. They have lost to the Pelicans. They have lost to the Orlando Magic. They have lost to some bad teams. And those are two of the bottom five teams in the league. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Coming up, we're going to talk with Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider. He's going to join us in 15 minutes. NFL, the final day of the season. That was crazy. One good game after another, topped by probably the best game of the day. We will get to that next. Stay with us.